Welcome to the J Tattoo Gill Podcast. I am he and he is me. I was talking to a friend of mine and we were discussing the notion of notoriety. Do we want to be famous? Celebrities make being famous look fun with the glitz and glamour, the love they get almost everywhere they go. It's like they're royalty or something. But my other friend chimed in and said that lots of celebrities struggle with fame. The continued spotlight, scrutiny, inability to do basic things without being accosted and asked for an autograph. The fear of being robbed or worse. Remember when Kim Kardashian was robbed in Paris? It's a different lifestyle indeed. I asked my friend if they had ever been famous or popular. Both said high school and that was it. I wasn't popular in high school, but I was popular in college. My first thought was this is awesome. Random people stopping me to say hi, girls dropping by my dorm room unexpectedly, people racing to eat lunch or dinner with me in the cafeteria. Yeah, that wore out quickly. It was so bad that I started trying to hide and eat at unusual times. If I couldn't maneuver around those times, I would take my food to my room or eat in a friend's room. After my first semester in college, I started arriving early to take my name off of the door. I couldn't believe that people actually live their lives that way on a daily basis. So I wondered, why would anyone in their right mind want to be famous? Did I research this? You goddamn right. Scott Barry Kaufman from Scientific American wrote, The predominant motivations for fame involved a perceived suitability and intensity for a celebrity lifestyle. Psychologist Dara Greenwood published a study that found that three reasons why people seek fame. Number one, the desire to be seen, valued. Number two, the desire for an elite high status lifestyle. And finally, the desire to use fame to help others to make them proud. I'm going to reduce these definitions to the desire to be seen in an extraordinary setting. Stevie Wonder had a song where it said that butterflies begin from having been another as a child is born from being in a mother's womb. But how many times have you wished you were some other someone than who you are? Yet who's to say when all is uncovered? You'd like what you'd see. You can only be you as I can only be me. This is one of my favorite songs from the School Days soundtrack. It's actually entitled, I Can Only Be Me. The definition of only that we commonly use is alone in a class or category. But what if I told you there is another definition? One that fits exactly what Stevie was trying to convey. It's the actual first entry in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. It says, unquestionably the best, peerless. When you can only be you, you can unquestionably be the best you. When you try to imitate others to try and be them, you'll never achieve being someone else. Southern University's band uses the phrase, often imitated but never duplicated. The central theme that I'm trying to get you to grasp without saying it directly is this. Being yourself is an extraordinary setting. If your rebuttal to that statement includes a comparison to someone or something else, then you're aiming to imitate and forgetting that a complete duplication is not possible. Impossible. Exactly. The key to accepting the fact 
that being yourself in an extraordinary setting is self-love. When you don't love yourself, when you're not choosing yourself, you're removing yourself from an extraordinary setting and making yourself normal, basic, vanilla, bland, typical even. No unique flavor. When you're not choosing yourself, you're setting yourself up to have unsuccessful relationships. Yes, today's podcast is about relationships. I know you were wondering when I would get there. Hey, relationships with other people do not matter if you don't know how to relate to yourself, to love yourself, to choose yourself. Relationships are about giving, and you can't give what you don't have. Certainly, circumstances can inhibit your ability to see your self-worth. If you don't think that you're worthy, it's time to seek professional help because you are worthy. You are worthy of having meaningful relationships, no matter what has happened to you. Love yourself first. Why? How can you differentiate between real love, lust, codependency, martyrdom, etc., if you don't love yourself first? How can you accept attention, affection, positive affirmations, etc., from others if you aren't giving those things to yourself? If you aren't seeing yourself as worthy of those things? Self-love isn't just about recognizing the crap that people try to give you. It's also about recognizing beauty so that you can see that you are deserving of light. You are clear to let your own light shine. Only people in hate with themselves notice that I didn't say in love. Only people who are in hate with themselves hate to see light coming from others. If you hate to see the light in others, then you are not ready for a lasting relationship. You want the lives of others to be as screwed up as you perceive your life to be. Right now, the hate that's in your heart wants you to stop listening to this podcast. It wants you to turn it off and listen to some bitterness and hatred because that is your comfort zone. That is where you feel good about yourself because you don't feel worthy of love because of what happened or what is happening. But you need to keep listening because you want that lasting relationship. You want to feel real love. You want to give real love. You have to start with yourself. Remove that negativity in your heart. Cut off negative people, whether they're friends or family. Eat better. Exercise. Pray. Be the change that you want to see. And you'll see less bullshit coming your way. Spend more time loving you because you are worth it. If no one has given you permission yet, I'm giving you permission. The slip is signed and in an envelope with your name on it. Now, on my show, I like to explore the flip side of my original statement. However, there is not a valid argument against loving yourself, especially if you desire to be in a relationship with someone else. I'm not going to go into nihilistic doomsday, etc. philosophies. Those can be fun discussions, but they're not real discussions for people who are invested in living. My heart goes out to anyone struggling to find a reason to live. If that's you, stop the podcast right now and call 1-800-273-8255. For everyone else, loving yourself is like breathing, eating to live, water in the desert, strong ankles on a gazelle in the Serengeti. It's control to your health and survival. It's central to your health and survival. This isn't the usual relationship discussion. But I like to give you useful information, not fluff. Relationships require a lot of work and progressing in them requires transparency. How can I help you get equipped if I don't give you the right equipment? 
Relationships are hard work, but very few things in life that are worth obtaining are easy. So let's work. I don't give you barbecue sauce for your meat. Properly cooked meat doesn't need it. I have some major brisket activity for the next show. You don't want to miss it. Thank you for listening. Remember, the man with more questions than answers is not to be trusted. Keep up!